Bushman's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. This be called the Luhan virus. We have an opportunity, Chris, to do so many things now to change some of the structural things that are wrong. Everyone understands that the environment has impacted on this coronavirus and mounting evidence of that. One of the things that is wrong is the bottom line. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Avoid that those very high numbers. We have to do at least several things. One, we have to uh, depend on what the president is going to do right now. And first of all, he has to uh, tell, uh, uh, wait till the cases before anything happens. Look, the whole idea is he's got to get in place things that we're shortages of. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. So you know the, you know the thing. Be able to do have, have economic intercourse around the world. We are a nation that has a government, not the other way around. The federal Leviathan consumes nearly 25% of the entire economy and gobbles up whole industries. The federal government's now the nation's largest creditor, debtor, lender, employer, consumer, contractor, grantor, property owner, tenant, insurer, health care provider, and pension guarantor. So much for limited government. All of us need to be reminded that the federal government did not create the states. The states created the federal government. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers. Justice and the American way, and that's just Richard, the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers, proclaiming liberty over tyranny. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. Diversity, complete intolerance, and total lack of fairness. The Lee Brothers. Nine, eight, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero, zero, zero. Tired of talk shows where hosts think they know everything? Call the Lee Brothers. Are you kidding me? I mean, when will it stop? Charlottesville, still the biggest lie of the Trump presidency. It's unbelievable. It, it just continues. A Virginia Beach boat charter says no Democrats allowed on it. We'll cover that. It's actually hilarious. He's actually being honest. No Democrats. None. The DNC, they're thankful for COVID-19. What else would they run on? And they're saying uh, under God and the pledge, not so much in the caucuses. We'll share that next Virginia citizens and American patriots radio, as the founding fathers intended, the Lee brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I am Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, comfortable Friday afternoon out there. Some showers look like coming in, but stay with us over the next two hours and let's have some fun today.
Or you can reach us, patriots at theleebrothers.com. That's our email address. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There's a link to listen live at theleebrothers.com. All right, coming up at 5, um, <laughs> this COVID-19 is ripping us apart. You realize our state, the Commonwealth of Virginia, is swooping in to restaurants, shutting them down because of Ralph Northam's tattletale, what'd you call it, website? What is It's the, not tattletale, what you had a word. Squealer. Squealer. The, the Virginia Health Department squealer website allows the left to tattle on restaurants and shut them down. Calabash Seafood Restaurant in Hanover is one of those. We want to share that with you coming up. And Senator, State Senator Lucas is Convicted of a felon? We'll re- we'll rewind a couple <laughs> clips and uh, remind you of who she is. Yeah, she's a she's a gift and what she's guilty of. And it was obvious. You know, it's going to do nothing but enhance her career. To the radical Democrat left and that party, you get arrested for tearing down a statue. You might get a a bid to be like run for governor or something silly like that. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Very very possible. All right, the DNC uh, was all this week. What a great convention it was. It was all, you know, I just hope that Trump says enough of it. We're not doing this virtual convention. Bring in some people. Come on. Have an audience for the love of Pete. That thing was awful. But last night was such tension. Did you you realize how concerned the Democrats were? Oh, my gosh. We're going to give Joe Biden 20, 25 minutes by himself on TV. What? It was like when it was over, you heard this collective, oh, <laughs> not from us, but from Democrats. They were the collective, oh my gosh, that was awesome because he didn't trip and fumble and pause and stop and forget where he was for 10 minutes. And that's success? They called that's, that success. That's definitely success for Joe Biden. And the Democrats, they actually got through it. You know what, though? Here's what, here's what that whole convention was about. Two things. One is COVID-19 is Trump's fault, and Biden cares more than anyone. Biden had, There are a couple of clips here we'll play from you. Um, Biden started out by telling you what's on the ballot in November. What's on the ballot? Of course, I didn't know all this was on the ballot, but it is. This will determine what America is going to look like for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Character is on the ballot. Compassion is on the ballot. It's on the ballot. Compassion is on the ballot. How do you vote for compassion? Is that a box I need to click? Compassion's on the ballot. I guess Joe's saying, I have compassion and Trump doesn't. Compassion is on the ballot. Decency, science, democracy, they're all on the ballot. (laughs) Wow. Is that overstating the, the case here? All this is on the ballot. So in other words, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you're not for decency, compassion. In fact, you're Science. against you're against democracy, Richard. Democracy, you're all of it. But don't 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 let it be forgotten that first you have to say how bad America is, and Joe Biden didn't leave that out. We hear in the country today is from our young people, and young people know so much. Let's listen to the young people because the young people have lived how long? Well, they're young. They haven't lived at all. But Biden says we should listen to them. They're speaking to the inequity and injustice that has grown up in America. Economic injustice, racial injustice, environmental injustice. A lot of injustices. 
It depends on whether they're first or second graders. Well, that's true. Telling us how they feel. I guess you, we should listen to the youth who've lived maybe 14 to 18 years and all the injustices they've had for 14 years of life. How bad has it been? You, There is no argument. And this is not what I just want the left to just think about for a second. The last 14, 15 years in, in America have been possibly the most unbelievable 15 years in human history. I mean, think about it. The amount of technology explosion, the, the prosperity of America, there's no doubt the best time to live as a human being has possibly been the last 15 years in the United States of America. Now, the left told us during the convention that it's the worst it's been the worst time to no no celebration of America. How bad is it? They're speaking to the inequity and injustice that has grown up in America. Economic injustice, racial injustice, environmental injustice. The same. I hear their voices. If you listen, you can hear them too. Ooh, listen closely. Oh. <laughs> let's, let's take a break now and we all listen. If just silence, you can hear their voices. Really? The injustice. You know, I think of uh, that exists. Uh, we have the Democratic Party to thank for that. People like Barack Obama and Joe Biden. True. Bill and Hillary Clinton. They're the ones who have, are about injustices. Absolutely. They're the ones who find them, hunt them down. The professionally offended, the professional injustices. He continues. And whether it's the existential, th- existential threat oh. posed by climate change. Oh, oops. climate change. The daily fear of being gunned down in school. Or the inability to get started in your first job. Wow. All that? That's what the youth are concerned about? That's amazing. You know what's interesting to me is the the youth should be concerned about being a kid. It's the Democratic Party has brought the kids in the scenario and go, look at this, how bad this is. Look at this. I remember my daughter, who was a couple years ago, came to me and asked me something about politics. I was like, you're 10. Why, Why would you even worry about that? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to be 10. You think I sat her down and talked about the Federalist Papers and what the founders really thought and how bad it really... No! But the Democrats and the left go, America sucks, honey. It's the worst place ever. The injustices are everywhere. You may not have your first job. You may not be able to get it because of how bad America... Could you imagine telling people that? You know, when we were kids, we were more worried about whether or not they'd have peanut butter or pizza in the lunchroom that day in school. Right. Now in school, they tell them to worry about racial injustice and economic injustice and environmental justice as kids. Can you imagine being told that as a kid? I'd be like, what? Is it at all possible that I could just worry about what I'm doing Friday night? Is that? Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I have to worry about us not being around in 10 years because of global warming? Thanks for bringing that up, Mom and Dad. But uh... Yeah. On a more important note, I need the car keys Friday night. <laughs> That's the way it should be. That's the way it was. If you're a Democrat and you looked at this convention, or just a, an American watching the convention, they have to be the world's worst haters of America. They do. Coming up at 435, we're going to share with you, inside the little caucuses that went on during the week, these people despise America. They hate it. They need to get rid of capitalism. They need to get rid of under God and the pledge. This is the Democratic Party. I mean, how would, if you spend the entire time hating America and then tell everyone, don't worry, we're going to fix it, 
Isn't that weird? What do you mean? How are you going to fix it? You start over. Destroy the foundations of of America. The Democrats, this is the problem Richard and I have always had. Inside that party is such hate for America. And it, it was on display this week. No doubt about it. And then, of course, it was on display because Trump doesn't care. And Biden does. What kind of president do you want? Or let me ask you this. Does it matter? It's a legitimate question. Does it matter if your president cares? And some of you are going, oh, yes, got it. Are you sure? Because I, quite frankly, I don't care if my pre- the president even knows who I am or cares about me. What I do care about is his policies. He could hate my dog, but if his policies give me more liberty and freedom and the ability to take care of my family, I don't care that he hates my dog or even kick my dog or hates my kids. But the left thinks that matters more than policy. Let's ask Joe Biden, is he going to get paid when he's president? Yeah. I mean, that's only $400,000, but you know, $100,000 a year goes to the National Park Service. Trump just donated that of he his just pay. Donated that. of his pay. He did a hundred thousand dollars. His pay, one hundred percent, goes to different charities. He doesn't get paid to be president. He's he doesn't take a dime. Exactly right. Will Biden? Who well, cares more? That's a good question. All right, coming up, um, let's talk about this caring. The front page of the Washington Post: Biden speaks from a place Trump doesn't know. The heart. Yeah, right. That's next. You can reach us at Patriots at TheLeeBrothers.com, Patriots at TheLeeBrothers.com. Director Oliver Stone presents... The Butler, the star-studded movie of our time, starring Jane Fonda as Nancy Reagan. The Butler. The Butler. From the maker of The Help, in conjunction with the Vietnamese Film Institute. Siskel and Ebert call it living history, if history were on acid and run through a blender. The Butler, also starring Rosie O'Donnell as a young Newt Gingrich, Alec Baldwin as Alec Baldwin, Matt Damon as Colonel Oliver North, Ben Affleck as George Bush Sr., Cal Penn as a White House advisor, and Susan Sarandon because she needed a gig. Also starring Barbara Streisand as Jimmy Carter, and Sean Penn as the lovable but misunderstood John Hinckley Jr. The Butler, The Butler, features an inspirational soundtrack including original songs from Kanye, CeeLo Green, and the Dixie Chicks. See Jane Fonda as Nancy Reagan in The Butler, a no further from the truth production rated bs james madison and george washington would be so proud the lee brothers thank god for covid19 that's why the democratic national convention could actually exist that and a caring heart are the two things that push the democrats this week the the covid19 how bad is it see trump hates you he doesn't want he wants you to die from covid19 I don't know how that helps his candidacy or even his presidency, but the left thinks that's what he is. He just he hates so much that he would rather the virus wipe you out. I can specifically remember Trump concerned about it before anyone by saying no travel from China, and then Biden said how 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 xenophobic, how bigoted, how how uh, terrible it is. Isn't that weird that, that no one picked up on that? Harris, in her speech, took this to another level. Trump just wants people dead, and thank God I'm here to protect you from COVID-19. 
Donald Trump's failure of leadership has cost lives and livelihoods. Both? Grieving the loss of life, the loss of jobs, the loss of opportunities, the loss of normalcy. And who did that? Trump wanted to open things up. Trump wanted to keep it going. You people shut it down, then blame Trump? It's weird. And yes, the loss of certainty. And while this virus touches us all, we got to be honest. Yeah, let's it do is that. not an equal opportunity offender. It's... Black, Latino, and indigenous people are suffering and dying disproportionately. Oh, my gosh. And... So, so we have a racist virus. It's not it's just a racist <laughs> it's... virus. Oh, it you targets have... everyone except the white man. And, and, and Trump, by the way, helped it. Trump's the one who started this and did it, remember. Listen to how she finishes this. This is not a coincidence. No. It is the effect of structural racism. The injustice in reproductive and maternal health care, in the excessive use of force by police. What? And in our broader criminal justice system. This virus, it has no eyes. And yet it knows exactly how we see each other. What? Did you say it has no eyes, but it has a nose? And it has a brain, apparently. It knows how we treat each other. And then the virus attacks based on that. This is pure insanity at, at, its, at its best. And it's worse, a political attempt to spin COVID-19 to be in her favor. She thinks the virus, well, I mean, let's back it up a second. Listen again. Here's, here she is again. Virus, it has no eyes. Mm-mm. And yet it knows how it exactly it. how we see each other and how we treat each other. And let's be clear, there is no vaccine for racism. I don't I don't even understand how that she, means. She would be that one that would know that because if anyone should need a vaccine for racism, it would be her. It's the Democratic Party entirely. The, the entire Democratic Party, but specifically the lady that wants to be vice president. So I don't even know how that connects. So there's no, there's no vaccine for racism, yet the virus knows how we treat each other. And it's attacking people of brown skin more than white. And, and the reason why is because we're a racist country. Man, this actually passes for legitimate political thought. The virus is from China. 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 So I don't, I don't know how the left or any American normal who watched that and thought, wait a minute, Trump doesn't care? I mean, he he doesn't. So thank God the virus showed up. you imagine what the Democrats would have talked about this week if there was no coronavirus? The economy was on a rip-roaring path, growing like crazy. Jobs were perfect. Stock I mean, market exploding. What would they have talked about? They have to be in the back of their minds going, we have a shot now because of this virus. Let's continue to push it. And that's exactly what they're doing with the whole mass thing, which we'll, we'll talk about at five. But then there's this, the heart issue. In front of the Washington Post, Biden speaks from a place Trump doesn't know, the heart. And I guess that's a reason to vote for the president. I've really struggled with this for the last day or so. I was listening to this. They really painted a picture that Joe Biden's heart is caring more than than anything else should trump what's happening. But see, Obama even said this about Biden. But more than anything. Now see, that's the start. More than anything. 
So more than policy, more than anything else, what's, what's most important, Obama? But more than anything, Thank you. what I know about Joe, what I know about Kamala, is that they actually care about every American. Oh. And that they care deeply about this democracy. They care. They care. I, the they contrast would be... Every American. You know, Trump does more for people in a month than Joe Biden has done his entire political <laughs> career. And that's oh, a no, fact. No, no. That's uh, a fact. Well, Trump has always been a very generous person. He's helped people. He's helped thousands of people. And for them to say that, that he, he doesn't know the heart is BS. Obama, more than anything, they care. That was yeah. a, that's purposely in the speech. They care. And what are we supposed to do with that? Well, as long as my president cares, I don't care what his policy is. That's what they're essentially saying. Biden cares more than Trump, so therefore, therefore, he will take care of me. That's the whole point, isn't it? He, Obama goes on, says this. That empathy. Empathy. That decency. Decency, the- empathy, which Trump doesn't have. Don't you understand you need to vote because of decency and empathy? Not because of policy. Sure, the policies will destroy you, the country, and everything, but he cares more. It's insane. Belief that everybody counts. That's who Joe is. When Joe listens to a parent who's trying to Mm. hold it all together right now, Mm. he does it as a single dad who took the train back to Wilmington each and every night so he could tuck his kids into bed. Oh, the train. Actually, so he didn't have to work a full day. (laughs) The train, you see. If Biden took... If Biden took the train, you got to care. This is a theme. Here's Harris talking about it. How, as a single father, Joe would spend four hours every day riding the train back and forth from Wilmington to Washington. Oh. Bo and Hunter got to have breakfast every morning with their dad. Oh. They went to sleep every night with the sound of his voice reading bedtime stories. (laughs) That's not a joke. Even when they were in their young 20s. And then he walked on water. Bedtime stories. He had a halo over his head. You see, Joe cares. He took the train. Harris tells us he took the train. Obama says he took the train. He took the train! He took the empathy train. This is what we're supposed to believe. If the president cares, then by leftist definition, he'll do the right thing, which is bonk. It's garbage. But you just lap it up like it's so much more. Don't you understand? The Washington Post, Biden speaks from a place... Trump doesn't know the heart. Oh, well, then by all means, because Biden's going to raise my taxes, but he's got a heart. Biden's going to crush businesses with regulation, but he's got a heart. Biden will make it harder for you to get a job. He's got a heart. Biden's going to mandate health care at the cost of the private sector, but he's got a heart. Oh, well, then that trumps everything. No pun intended. (laughs) All right, coming up. Uh, Charlottesville, that lie, was perpetuated twice in the DNC, and Virginia was connected to it multiple times. We'll share that with you. Reach us at patriots at theleebrothers.com, patriots at theleebrothers.com. Ever 
ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. Repeat a lie enough, and it becomes the truth, no matter what it is. It's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. I think if you walked around and asked people in Virginia what happened in Charlottesville and what did Trump say about it, I think you would get most people, probably 90%, saying, yeah, Trump said there were good people on both sides. Although he used that terminology, he wasn't referring to the neo-Nazis and the white supremacists. We know this now. This is a complete lie. It's amazing to me that... I guess it shouldn't be, but in America, we have an entire Democratic Party who repeats this lie, and the media who repeats the lie, and it's just amazing. It's absolutely false, and nobody even says anything about it. During the uh, the delegate count, what they call the roll call, they went state by state. In Virginia, with the letter V, it was towards the end. I couldn't wait to see what where, where it was going to show up, you know, what Virginians would show up in the uh, the uh, Zoom call and send the delegates to count for Biden. Well, they showed up, you know, Charlottesville. Kaiser Khan, Kaiser Khan is the, uh, the one speaking during this roll call. He's the one whose son was killed in Iraq, who hates Trump with a passion. Here's what was said for Virginia on the roll call. And there's a lot of things you could say about Virginia. You've got Jefferson, Madison, George Mason. We've got an amazing history here. George Washington. You could have been anywhere. You could have been at Mount Vernon. You could have been at Monticello. You could have been anywhere. Instead, this is what would happen. Three years ago, my beloved city, Charlottesville, Virginia, was attacked by white supremacists and a young woman was killed. We were attacked again when Donald Trump oh, praised those racists turning his back on a community that just wanted peace. That was the day Joe Biden decided to join this battle for the soul of America. Over time, my wife, Ghazala, and I have come to know his soul. He's a decent, compassionate man. Liar. He will bring this nation together. He's a liar. Virginia cast 32 votes for Bernie Sanders and 91 votes for our president, Joe Biden. It's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Here we are in Virginia watching the Democrat convention. And what happens? We bring out a lie? We're told this lie over and over again as if it's truth. It's got to stop. What do you do with a party who knows it's a lie and continues to say it? They know it's not true, but they continue. How do you deal with people like that? I'm not voting for them. All right, coming up, the caucuses that were hidden from you and the things that were said, we'll share that with you. It's unbelievable and scary. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Well, it seems to me that uh, it's a mistake. I think that uh, one of the things that is wrong is the bottom line 
go, you know the, you know the thing. Avoid that those very high numbers. We have to do at least several things. One, we have to uh, depend on what the president is going to do right now. And first of all, he has to uh, tell, uh, uh, wait till the cases before anything happens. Look, the whole idea is he's got to get in place things that were shortages of. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. Go, so you know the, you know the thing. Be able to do, have, have economic intercourse around the world. It's, 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 it's the ringtone that everyone wants. Everybody in Cleveland, get Obama phone! And lets everyone around you know exactly where you stand. Presenting the Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone! The Obama phone ringtone is free. You are full steps, you are social security, you got low income, you disability. Like everything should be, if you be disenfranchised, whatever that means. You know? Your bail bondsman is calling. Obama phone! Your mama's calling. Your ex-husband is calling. He sucks! Because the right to a free cell phone ringtone is guaranteed in the Constitution. You know? Or it will be soon, depending on who wins Ohio. Keep Obama in president! The Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone! Free to Obama phone holders. The one ringtone that screams entitlement. Obama phone! New from the free app store. Obama phone! EBT card sold separately. I'm Barack Obama. Obama phone! And I approve this message. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is it. You're killing me, Smalls. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. Male, female, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Native American, disabled, gay, straight, old, young. If everybody's raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. I miss you. We are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. Timmy! 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 Nine, 
Just after 434, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother, sitting to my left. Sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. All right, check us out, please, theleebrothers.com. What's interesting about theleebrothers.com is we uh, have some great videos there. One is the um, what growing up looks like. The, every leftist should watch Every Democrat should watch this. It's actually pretty good. And the environmentalist should see the other video and realize what solar panels and wind farms do to the to our uh, environment. It's really interesting. All at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Then you can click on Listen Live and uh, and check us out there, leebrothers.com. All right, coming up at 5, we got to talk more about this, um, this COVID-19 mask. Just one question. Will the mask ever go away, and what would it take? Zero COVID cases? We'll debate that and talk about it at 5. And then uh, <laughs> this one Bart, uh, boat charter in Virginia Beach. The guy says no Democrats on his boat. That's going to be hilarious. All right, the DNC, many of you missed it, and, I, and for good reason. You shouldn't have watched it. It was, uh, it was an attempt to, to tell you who you think they are when they're not. I find it interesting that they are, they're the ones who come out and say, we need to be a colorblind society, and then they're the ones who point out color. Then they want to come out and say, we need to stop having racist policies when they're the ones who have policies that are directly related to the color of someone's skin. They come out and say uh, all kinds of things that they do the very opposite of. So who is the Democratic Party? It's not what you saw from 9 to 11 o'clock every night this week. It's what you didn't see inside their little caucuses. You see, they had all kinds of caucuses. They had a youth caucus. They had a black caucus. They had an LGBT caucus. They had a Muslim caucus. How about that for identity politics? Everyone needs a caucus. So if you were to able to tune in to the virtual caucuses and have your puke bucket beside you, you would be able to find out a little bit more about who the Democratic Party is. This is a, uh, the LG, uh, no, this was the, which one was this? This might have been, yeah, this is the LGBTQ caucus. It's a great caucus. You know, lesbians, bisexuals, transgenders, questioning, all in the little caucus room, which apparently wasn't a room, it was a virtual area. And one of the, the panelists, who was, happens to be a non-binary, gender, transit, mermaid, queen, queen, transgender, black, Vietnamese. That's unbelievable. And it, it used to be, that's an American. Now, the left is so tied up with identity politics that we still didn't list all the things this person could be. That's just weird. Who identifies this way? Who talks this way? What has happened to our culture and our nor- society? She oh. should be in a special hospital <laughs> to uh, maybe open some doors in her mind. So what did she say? She's at the LGBT caucus panel during the DNC this week. Here's what this transgender 
mermaid queen queen said why can't folks imagine a world without the cops why can't folks imagine a world um, without prisons why can't people expand their imaginations to include community care to include an abolitionist future um and i'm talking about like for real for real abolition not just watered down dnc version of abolition oh oh. um we're talking about abolishing the police we're talking about abolishing ice we're talking about abolishing prisons wow who's the real democrats do you think it was what was on display for you on TV from 9 to 11 every night? Or this? Everything, every policy I have seen justifies exactly what we just heard. This is the Democratic Party. It'd be nice to have cameras hidden in every room where they have their little caucus meetings to find out exactly where they really stand. We just found out. And where the, what they're all saying. This is... A mermaid, queen, king, transgender at the LGBTQ caucus. What a lovely caucus. This woman, I mean, just insane. Why can't folks imagine a world without the cops? <laughs> Why can't you imagine it, Richard? Just imagine the world without the cops. Of course she is. I'd rather not. Yeah, right. And then she goes, she said more. Why can't folks imagine a world uh, without prisons? Why can't- without prisons? What do we do with the bad it's people? People like this woman who exist. And they are the reason we have police and ICE and different law enforcement organizations. You believe that? This is the LGBTQ caucus. Then there's the youth caucus. You think it gets better or worse? (laughs) This is exactly who the Democratic Party, the youth caucus. Now, most of you missed this. You may not have been paying attention to this during the day. But the, the youth council of the Democratic National Committee meeting were held at the convention. Ashley McRae openly stated the party's objectives. Here they are. Because we understand that this future that we all want, that we're all trying to build, um, really... All of us want. Okay, the future that all of us want, meaning the Democrats, what you're going to vote for. What what does that future look like? Listen to this. All trying to build um, really is about the destruction of colonization, white supremacy, and capitalism. We must uh, we must really move away from these uh, systems and these frameworks if we really want to live in a future that does have a regenerative economy and um, does enable liberation and equity for our communities. Mm. Um, this is definitely something that we all want to push forward, and so. Our hope and our our dream is that we do push forward Green New Deal. Okay, there you have it. We who Some, somehow it's the Green New Deal is anti-capitalism. We who is all, everyone in her mind. Who is everyone? She said everyone wants this. Yeah, that's what she meant by it. Everyone doesn't want this. No capitalism. Who's the Democratic Party? These are these are insightful caucuses. As you are a Democrat, maybe you are, maybe you know someone who's a Democrat. Do they think this way? See, I would challenge you that most of them don't, the normal run-of-the-mill Democrats you run on the street, but this is the party. When you vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, this is what you get. These are their their constituents they're listening to. Why else would they have a caucus that's get rid of the capitalists? Does it scare anyone? I mean, when you think about the two parties you've got a contrast that is night and day I, I would i want you to listen to the republican caucuses that happen and see if you hear anything that scares you like this 
Then they opened up their caucuses with, you know, the Pledge of Allegiance because it's America, right? Well, they, some of them did, not all of them. There's a Muslim caucus and, of course, the LGBT caucus. The Muslim caucus opened up with the Pledge of Allegiance but left out under God on purpose. Here it is. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Leave out that part. We don't want under God. Now, you may say, oh, Scott and Richard, that's just the Muslim caucus. Now, wait a minute. Muslims believe in God, don't they? But it's not just the Muslim caucus. It's the Democratic Party. Remember in 2012, the argument to have under God or, or a reference to God in their platform was was repudiated by the people in the convention hall? How about the LGBTQ caucus? What did they do with the Pledge of Allegiance? Here's the beginning of that. You'll pick it up pretty quick. Starting. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, <laughs> with liberty and justice for all. I had to think about it for a minute to make sure he omitted. Or she. You don't know. He don't, or she. Don't misgender them. Not sure. It's pretty mean of you. Well, I'm a mean guy. <laughs> I mean, they deliberately omitted under God. What is it? What, what kind of person, what kind of party, what kind of caucus is so offended by under God? You know, you know why it's in the pledge? Because we wanted to separate ourselves from a godless communist society. In the 50s, when we put it in there, we said, we are a country who believes in the Almighty and a God who we're held an account to. That is the basis for morality. How, what kind of person or party would say, I can't say that? What does it say about them? Should we wonder? I mean, if it's so offensive to even say it, we don't have to wonder. It's pretty obvious where they stand. There are consequences for that thought. The consequences for thought is removing God. What happens? Everything's justifiable. There is no line. There's nothing to be accountable to. Once There's we a re- remove God from the Pledge of Allegiance and eliminate the police department, <laughs> ICE, and everything right. else, we essentially it's open season. You shouldn't go out after dark. Well, we essentially become the godless communist socialist that we were trying to be a different from. This is who the American left is. The Democratic Party is on a path, if they're not there already, to a godless communist socialist ideal. All right, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Email us, patriots at theleebrothers.com. You know, once you find out the real, you pull back the curtain, you see who this Democratic Party is. It's not this Biden loves everyone. It's not. They are communists. They're socialists. They're anti-capitalists. You just heard them. And this is inside their entire caucus. These people caucus with the Democrats. This is who they are. They're very hateful people. They're the ones who say, oh, no, we're tolerant. They're the most intolerant group of people you'll ever meet. 
in any way. And you've met them. You've had Democrats that you've talked to, either ran into them with a store, a bumper sticker. They hate you. Try not wearing a mask around Democrats. Collided with their car. I mean, if you don't wear a mask around Democrats, they, they will attack you. Vandalize their property. <laughs> they, yeah, that's the, the Democrats are the ones tearing down Portland that show up in protest, that kick guys in the head, that are at your house uh, trying to destroy that. The Democrat Party is far from tolerant. In fact, one boat charter in Virginia Beach has had it with them. He says every time they get on his boat, it's a problem. They, they, they don't like things. They're always cranky and mad. You can always tell them. This uh, charter boat, I will be looking for them. Matador Fishing Charters out of Virginia Beach. He went to Facebook this week. He'd had it. Here's what he said. I'm going to go ahead and starting today, Matador Charters officially no longer offers its services to Democrats. I'm in, baby. You imagine how fun that would be? If you're going to go get on a boat and you tell me there's no Democrats allowed, how much fun will that trip be? Seriously. I don't have anyone being mad, calling me some racist, bigoted, homophobe. I don't have any of that going on. Oh, good. I'm on the boat. I'm in. I bet this guy's business explodes. Or it'll be burned down by the tolerant left. Because you can't have a view like that. Or the government will swoop in and say, I'm sorry, you have to service Democrats. That very well may happen. He continues. It's basically, uh, I love America. <laughs> I love my country. Okay. I love God. Oh. Um, I support the police. I uh, support our military. So essentially, he's like every American. He just listed every single thing that every American believes. Every righteous American. Right. Every normal American believes the things he just mentioned, unless... You're part of the Democratic Party, and he knows this because he's worked with them. He continues. And Democrats are not with that, so I refuse to offer my services to Democrats. You can be a Democrat. You just can't be a Democrat on this boat. (laughs) That's That's fantastic. You can be a Democrat all you want, just not on my boat. You know, think about it. The Democrats are completely fine with kicking you out of their establishment if you're not wearing a mask. I'd like to go out on this boat, and I wouldn't even fish. Right, I just, just want to go. Exactly. Have a nice conversation with the boat's captain. I was talking to my oldest son about this. He's like, Dad, can we can we go there and, and charter his boat? And I said, well, without hesitation. In fact, the next time we're going on a fishing trip, he's doing it. Is this, what do you think about this? I mean, Patriots at theleebrothers.com, you can email us. But what do, you, what do you think about this? Isn't this interesting? This guy has a point. He actually is starting to expand upon it. Here it is. Years of experience in charter fishing, I have noticed a pattern where the majority of my customers that I have bad interactions with are Democrats. No kidding. They're cheap. They're rude. They want more for less. And in my line of work, I have to spend a day on a boat with these people, and I just prefer not to do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. You know, Richard, you've always said this. You can see Democrats a mile away. They're mad. They have a scowl on their face. They hate the country. You can definitely spot them at the stoplight. Sometimes they're drooling and chewing on the steering wheel, 
or and growling mean, not at the, the bumper stickers. Of their car. Oh, you read the bumper stickers if you have enough time at the light, but there's usually so many. There's no way you can read them all before the light turns green. This guy is on to something. Maybe that's the way it should be. I, I would recommend all businesses do this, even the liberal ones. You don't want Republicans or conservatives on. I just want to know. Just tell me. I'll avoid your business. I don't have a problem with it. You don't want conservatives who have, you know, who are typically the hard-earning, working Americans who have money to spend in your – fine. You don't want us? Don't. The Democrats have built inside themselves a group of people who are destroying the cities, burning down, don't want the police, and you want them on, their, on your business? Matador Charter in Virginia Beach says no, and he continues. Um, you don't have to be a Republican. You just don't have to be. You just can't be a Democrat <laughs> to use my services. I'm no longer offering my services to Democrats in any way. I don't want you on my vote. And uh, <laughs> sorry if this chaps anybody's ass, but my business has this right. And um, Good. This is my choice, and uh, I welcome anyone who isn't a Democrat. We are currently booking trips throughout the remainder of the summer of 2020, fall of 2020. And for more information, you can check my website at <laughs> www.matadorcharters.com. And we will. Uh, we look forward to fishing with you, um, unless you're a Democrat. <laughs> so, here you go. He's pointing at a sign on his. No Democrats allowed. This is a. He's got Thanks. a bumper sticker on his, uh, on his boat. No Democrats allowed. Now, I don't know that he goes through an interview process when they come on. I guess he has to at this point. You know, who'd you vote for? Are you a Democrat? I'm sorry, you can't come on. Or do they get on his boat, then see the sign that says Democrats with the universal no sign on it? Do they realize? Wait a minute. What's this? Oh, I don't know if you know this, but de- Democrats aren't aren't allowed on this boat. Or, or you're right. You might drive them out in the middle of the ocean and go, "Hey, uh, you sure you're not? Uh, you want to just dis, just dis, uh, disown your uh, communist, socialist, uh, democratic party, or you want to jump in and swim home?" I forgot to bring the bait. How many Democrats do we have on board this boat? <laughs> now, this is obviously tongue and cheek and fun, but this guy posted this on his Facebook page of his business. He's legitimate about it. Virginia Beach business owner says no Democrats allowed on his charter boat. And after listening to the DNC this week, do you blame him? Listening to the caucus members who refuse to say under God in the pledge. Listen to caucus members who say I'm anti-capitalist, which means anti-American. Listening to the caucus members trash everything that is American. I don't blame the guy. In fact, in a lot of ways, I kind of applaud it. Now, contrast that to, like, Goodyear. Goodyear this week said, um, hey, uh, you're going to, there's certain rules you have to go by. Acceptable and non-acceptable. Acceptable, Black Lives Matter. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender pride, that's acceptable. Not acceptable, Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. Anything that has mega attire, political affiliated slogans or material. You believe that? Why would Goodyear even have something like that? Why doesn't Goodyear have a uniform policy 
and then uphold that. They have to make a statement that says you can't wear all lives matter, but you allow black lives matter, or worse, the whole idea of getting into the sexual action, lesbians, gays, you can wear that all you want. That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. All right, more on that in 60 seconds. We'll be right back to LeeBrothers.com. On November 13th, Scott Lee was asked to remove himself from the Democratic Party. That request came from Paul Begala. Deep down, he knew he was right, but he also knew that one day he would have his revenge. With nowhere else to go, he appeared at the home of his brother, Richard Lee. Several years earlier, Begala had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. Can two former Democrats share a talk show and drive Paul Begala crazy? So think about it. This uh, Matador Charters in Virginia Beach says no Democrats on the boat. He's being impugned and, and made. For- Goodyear says no Trump supporters. They're supported without question. Goodyear says it's unacceptable to have Blue Lives Matter. Now, they backtracked on the Blue Lives Matter. They've come back and said that's okay. But all lives matter, mega attire, political affiliated slogans, no. You can have Black Lives Matter, that's fine. Lesbian, that's fine. Gay, bisexual, we can talk about that here at work. Goodyear is, here's the, here's the statement from Goodyear. Goodyear is committed to fostering an inclusive and respectful workplace where all of our associates can be their best in spirit of teamwork. Really? That's not inclusive. That's actually the opposite. They're committed to fostering inclusive by putting things that aren't allowed. That's definition of being non-inclusive. But no one sees that. No one ever says anything. No one ever says, wait a second, excuse me, that is definitely not inclusive. It's the opposite. Why wouldn't it, Why wouldn't Goodyear take like a non-position? Why would Goodyear even say anything? We have a uniform policy. You wear a uniform, that's it. I mean, why would you even do this, Richard? It's not very smart of them to publish something like this. This is idiotic on their part. This is going to chase a lot of their retail customers away. Maybe they want to. Maybe Goodyear doesn't care because it's more important to be woke, to be part of the new culture than it is to worry about business. Because you see, the left, the tolerant left will burn you down. That's an exact quote from the Black Lives Matter. They'll burn you down if they don't get their way. It's a shakedown. The Democrat Party and the left and those in Portland are involved in shakedowns. You will comply or we will burn you down. That's tolerant of them. They're the most caring, compassionate people. As they said in their own Democratic convention, they have a heart. Trump doesn't. You see how caring the Democrats are? All you have to do is agree with them. All right, coming up. Uh, This new uh, federal and Virginia bill says if you don't go to school... Refund the parents. I like that bill by State Senator Amanda Chase. We'll talk about that in this mask police. Man, we're in trouble, folks. This country, we better get a hold of this COVID thing or it's going to tear us apart. That's next. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Go 
It's, it's, it's the ringtone that everyone wants. Everybody in Cleveland, get Obama phone. And lets everyone around you know exactly where you stand. Presenting the Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone. The Obama phone ringtone is free. You are full stamps, you are social security, you got low income, you disability. Like everything should be, if you be disenfranchised, whatever that means. You know? Your bail bondsman is calling. Obama your mama's calling. Your ex-husband is calling. He sucks. Because the right to a free cell phone ringtone is guaranteed in the Constitution. You know? Or it will be soon, depending on who wins Ohio. Keep Obama in president. The Obama phone ringtone. Obama free to Obama phone holders. The one ringtone that screams entitlement. Obama New from the free app store. Obama EBT card sold separately. I'm Barack Obama. Obama and I approve this message. Ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. If this country doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down this system and replace it. Give me your eyes for just one second. Give me your eyes so I can see everything that I keep missing. Give me your love for humanity. Give me your arms for the broken hearted, the ones that are far beyond my reach. Give me your heart for the ones forgotten. Give me your eyes so I can see. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. This be called the Luhan virus. We have an opportunity, Chris, to do so many things now to change some of the structural things that are wrong. Everyone understands that the environment has impacted on this coronavirus and mounting evidence of that. One of the things that is wrong is the bottom line. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Avoid that, those very high numbers, we have to do at least several things. One, we have to uh, depend on what the president's going to do right now. And first of all, he has to uh, tell, uh, uh, wait till the cases before anything happens. Look, the whole idea is he's got to get in place things that were shortages of. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. So you know the, you know the thing. Be able to do have, have economic intercourse around the world. We are a nation that has a government, not the other way around. The federal Leviathan consumes nearly 25% of the entire economy and gobbles up whole industries. The federal government's now the nation's largest creditor, debtor, lender, employer, consumer, contractor, grantor, property owner, tenant, 
insurer, health care provider, and pension guarantor. So much for limited government. All of us need to be reminded that the federal government did not create the states. The states created the federal government. In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers. Truth, justice, and the American way? And that's just Richard, the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers, proclaiming liberty over tyranny. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and total lack of fairness. The Lee Brothers. Nine, eight, eight, eight seven, seven, six, six, six five, 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 four, four three, three, two, two one, 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 zero, zero. zero. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense. Thomas Paine, the Lee Brothers. Oh, State Senator Lucas, convicted of a felony? Oh, we'll remind you of what she did, and it's pretty darn close. The new federal and new Virginia bills that says money should go to the parents if the schools are closed. What a great idea. And why shouldn't they? They're not open. Send the money to the kids. Let them go to private school. That's coming up. and They'll need the money to do so. Mask police are out there. And the new COVID-19 government, that is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this, this wonderful Friday afternoon. It's uh, temperatures nice. Might get a little rain, but all in all, it's pretty cool out there. I enjoyed coming in today. <laughs> did you have the? I really. Did, did you have the sunroof down and the wind no. in your hair? No, the only way we could have put the sunroof down is go under a short bridge. Because oh, you didn't drive the convertible. Tra- no, <laughs> short bridge. That short wouldn't bridge be a short put bridge. Put the top down. There's no bridge that short in a New York minute. I'm sure there's one short enough out there somewhere. Really? Uh, that would not, would not be a bridge. I'm just telling you. If you did that, it would not be a bridge. Well, unless it's like on a path, a walkway or something, but then it would be. Either way, you didn't drive the convertible. I got it. No. So how are you feeling? Feel pretty good. Do you? Got out of the hospital yesterday after uh, another week's visit. Did they have it locked down still where you can't get in there? No. They, to a degree, they do. The uh, When you first go in, they shove these sticks up your nose. What? To test. Everybody? The, well, no, just the patients. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that makes but sense. That's the third time I've been tested for the COVID-19. And it's not a lot of fun. It burns. <laughs> you don't want to make the person behind the sticks angry. Oh, I see. You wouldn't like it if they're angry because they'll bury those sticks in your nose. Just for clarity, Sam, boy, you do not have COVID-19. No. I do have pneumonia, but I do not have COVID-19. So um, Brian, who runs the station here, his mother, who's 70 years old, 
was diagnosed with COVID-19. Really? Today she's fine. Wow. So it does ask and beg the questions, doesn't it? This COVID-19 issue, this is bad, folks. This is I see a, I see a little bit of a war coming with COVID-19, with the mask mandates and everything else. And it's bad because, for some reason, it's become massively political. And I, I, I was thinking about this this week, and when will the mask go away? When can we go back to school? These are legitimate questions. And I guess the, the press, the media, the governor, the governments of our land— Paint the picture that unless there are zero COVID cases, we can't go back. That's ridiculous. They're painting the picture that this is killing, like, all these people. That we have to have a vaccine before we can get rid of the masks. This is a virus. Do we have a vaccine for a virus? Who is saying these things? But it is impacting our culture. Seven Virginia Tech students were suspended after off-campus gatherings. They weren't even on campus. They must have tracked them down, found that they gathered somewhere, and they're suspended? Six students at the University of Richmond, listen, this news is out. Six students at the University of Richmond are infected with the coronavirus four days before classes start. Oh, my! University of North Carolina shut down their school. Because a hundred students have COVID nineteen, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred. How I many? Thought it was ten. A hundred have the virus, but there's ten thousand plus that go there. Are the kids dead? No. That's some. That's amazing. We have lost control of this thing. This has what one in four hundred die from this. But we're told every single day. That if you don't wear a mask, you want dead people. If you don't listen to the mask mandates, you are, are evil. Here's what Joe Biden said this week at the DNC. We'll have a national mandate to wear a mask, not as a burden, but as a patriotic duty to protect one another. Patriotic now. Over what? Protect from what? A virus? We are in, we're in serious trouble that Joe Biden can stand in front of the DNC and tell you that he would have a mandate from the federal government across all the entire country that you wear a mask. And if you don't wear a mask, what happens to you? We'll have a national mandate to wear a mask. By the way, when he's president, it'll be what, January, end of January? The end of January, he's going to mandate that everyone wear masks for three months? You know that's not going to happen. This, this mask thing is scary. Richard, there's consequences of this. You know that, right? I mean, if you, if you don't wear a mask, there's mask police. In California, two women walked into a grocery store. Once they walked in without a mask, the owner of the grocery store closed the door, locked it, called the police. The police came, arrested two women for not wearing a mask. That's ridiculous. United States of America. That's ridiculous. Why didn't you just tell them, get out of my store? We're painting a picture that this COVID-19 is so bad, it's so dangerous, it kills so many people that you have to wear a mask and you can't go to school. And that's not true. But worse than that is it's pitting Americans against each other. When you have 
travel out of New York, New York State says if you go to their state from Virginia and land at their airports, the COVID police will stop you. They will demand to know where you're staying, what your plan is, and your cell phone number. This is true. They will make you fill out a form when you get off the airplane. And days later, they'll show up at your door. They will knock. They say they were part of the COVID caseworker. And they'll ask you questions. Do they hold up two sticks? Come with me. And stick them in your nose, you mean? Yeah. Those kind of sticks. I That's miserable. That's, that is just flat miserable. How about COVID police? Is that miserable? We're allowing that I in this country. it would be miserable. I just wouldn't open the door. I wouldn't fill out the sheet of paper off the airplane. But, Scott, you're dead. you want dead people. You would kill people. You think it's fine to travel to other states and infect them with the COVID-19 virus? Well, do you? <laughs> well, let me think about that, actually. But that's not, that's not just in New York. Oh, yeah, it's just New York. No, they really will show up later and knock on your door. This is happening in New York State. Make you fill out a form. They will track you. They will text you unlimited until they get answers. Have they found anyone with the virus after doing all this crazy crap? Have they found one person that came to New York bringing the virus with them? But what if they did, which is my entire point? You can have this virus and not shut down the world. It's not if killing they people. they find someone with the virus, they should run away screaming like a little <laughs> girl and have someone from the health department in a hazmat suit show up and drag them away. Like E.T. By their ankles. Like yeah. E.T. You know, exactly. The whole house, you Put come the in, tube the tube's in there. Up to the door, oh, yeah. or a special van. You know, we're mocking this, but that's true. This is real consequences of leftist big government demands. But it's not just New York. It's insane. This is why we have to stop this. Because COVID-19 does not killing a third of Americans where we have to wear a mask. It is with us. We have to accept that some people will have it. But it doesn't kill people. A hundred students at UNC should not shut the campus down. Six, seven Virginia Tech students should not be suspended being off campus in their own little world. No, they should not. You shouldn't have... The University of Richmond concerned that six students have the coronavirus four days before classes start. Yet, that's not New York. It's right here. The Virginia Attorney General, Mark Herring, is sinking injunction against a seafood restaurant. Details of that is next after these 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Your EBT card allows you to feed your family when times are tough. Now put your EBT card to better use. Better use. Those kids will be just fine. Announcing the Get Out of Jail EBT card. New from American Distress. Posting bail the old-fashioned way can be so tedious. Say what? It's a pain in the booty. Oh, right, right. But now you can post bail with your plastic EBT card and be on your way in no time. Before they find out about those other warrants. And you can earn bonus points back with our frequent bailers program. Ask your probation officer for details. 
post bail. Buy baloney. Get two for one drinks during happy hour. Discounts on concerts. Doctor visits. Buy music online. Gasoline discounts. And even important things like lottery tickets. This ain't your mama's EBT card. Or maybe it is. It doesn't really matter. What's in your wallet? Hey, that's my EBT card. Oh, sorry. EBT. Not just for food anymore. So now, now you see why I'm fighting the mask. I fight the mask because it's this, it's this path that is scary. We don't need a mask. COVID, well, this co- time, I thought it was just too tight on your face. I, I, I have a couple that I can wear. That I, It's not that I'm against the mask You've got entirely. A couple of I'm masks. against the concept. Well, give me one. I don't have a mask. You don't wear one at all? You can't. You have a I medical have been condition. so many places without a mask, you wouldn't believe uh, so it. So do I. I, I, go, I walk in without a mask until I'm told to. Then I respect the business, private business, making the request. I'm against the government. So here's what happened here in Virginia. The attorney general is seeking an injunction to stop a Hanover County seafood restaurant from operating after it lost its health permit. How did it lose? Hanover County. Did you say Hanover? I did say Hanover. It's Hanover County. It is Hanover. Did I say Henrico? Yep. I did. I'm sorry. Calabash Seafood. Calabash Seafood. Never had been there? Never. Have you? Oh, yeah. It's, it's good. It's good food. I'm sure it is. A little virus on the side. <laughs> That's not true at all. That's what's so ridiculous about this. I mean, think about this. And I, and I wonder how many people actually do. Calabash Seafood, its health permit was suspended July 27th. You know Why? Because the Virginia Department of Health has a tattletale website that you can go on and tattle to the government. Dozens of complaints about Calabash Seafood, including that it was allegedly allowing indoor dining before it was permitted. Oh, my. Who would complain about that, by the way? You Those, walk in and someone's eating, you go, you run out and you call the government? Those bastards. Serving food. Even after the indoor... Dining had been permitted. The restaurant had been operating with little to no mask usage by employees or the patrons. It allowed bar seating maybe and dance they floors. Ran out of masks. I don't know. Maybe they dropped their mask in the floor, like I did at the hospital. I, I dropped my mask in the floor, and you know that. Be careful, lady. For lack of a better term, picked it up and put it in my lap with my other stuff when they were taking me up to my room. Put it right back on your face. There's no problem. She's pulling it along, pushing along. The mask is a disaster. picked it up and dropped it over to the side. said, bye-bye, mask. It's liable to have had everything under the sun on it after no, laying no on it. No kidding. Well, so is all the Emergency room floor. All the masks do. They're it's hanging disgusting. from rearview mirrors now. People wear them constantly, all day long, every day. There's nothing wrong with the mask? Come on. Well, they say you can only wear a paper mask once. And you have to throw it away. I can wear the other ones as much as I want? I mean, I'll come around and pick up the paper mask I'll wear. (laughs) Of all people, you should not be wearing them. I know. I like fresh air. I have a Miami Dolphins mask somewhere. I don't know what I do with it. But it's a cool-looking mask. Dolphins. No one even knows who they are anymore. By the way, they're not playing this year, so I don't think the NFL is going to play. Calabash Seafood, Richard, Calabash Seafood, they allowed bar seating and dance floors, and they had did little to comply with social distancing requirements, according to the Virginia Department of Health. Someone tattled 
Some Virginia citizen walked in that restaurant, turned around, left, and went and told someone. Some squealer who doesn't know how to dance. <laughs> I could have taught them. Or, you know what they could have done? This is the difference between conservatives and liberal tattletales. I would have taught them your dance. The tattletellers go tattle. Conservatives say, well, I mean, if they don't want to cover up, I don't have to come here. If I don't like that Calabash doesn't do that, I guess I don't have to show up. A lot of conservatives would say, outstanding, no masks. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would say. But no, see, that's not good enough. The attorney general says, you can't make that decision on your own, Scott and Richard. You know what we're going to do to help you, Richard? We're going to shut them down. So the attorney general shows up here and they said, that's it. We're going to sue you on September 1st. They have the hearing in Hanover County Circuit Court to make sure you don't get that choice to go into Calabash Seafood. I tell you what, everyone who's available that day should show up for that trial and raise hell in the courtroom It's unreal. just to show the courts where they stand on their seafood and how they like to eat it. Do you only go to restaurants? No mask. This whole idea that government gets to sanction a restaurant is absurd to me. Why can't a restaurant and the people who patron it decide? They walk in there, they think it's nasty and dirty, and they're not complying. Don't go back. Don't go in there. Here, here's what the government doesn't understand. The restaurant has an interest in making sure you want to come back. Yeah, the restaurant owners do. Yeah, of course the they employees, do. employees, not so much. I went to a Hardee's to get fried chicken. There's only one Hardee's in Richmond that I'm aware of that sells fried chicken. I got up to what? the window, whoa, whoa, whoa. and I said... Hardee's? Wait uh, a second. What do you mean? There was only one Hardee's restaurant that sells fried chicken. They all do. No, they don't serve regular fried chicken like Kentucky fried chicken. Like you get two breasts, two wings. Two, Hardee's uh, sells buckets of chicken, don't they? No. Oh, okay. So there's only one Hardee's restaurant. I'll go with you on There's this. only I don't one know. I know of. It's okay. a par- Paramount Staples Mill. I pulled up to the window at the drive-thru, and I said, when are you all going to be open for people to come in and dine again? The girl says, excuse me a second, and she comes back with the manager. I said, hi, how are you? She said, I'm fine. You have a question? I said, yeah, I was wondering when you're going to open your dining room up again. Hopefully never. <laughs> that was her answer? Yeah. Hopefully she said, yeah. it's going to be next year sometime. It's clean now. We don't have to clean it every day. It's good and clean, and people don't mind picking up their chicken and such and going home. Mm. There you go. It's felt like saying... I guarantee your sales will drop because you can keep my chicken and drive off. But I didn't. She was mainly concerned with having to clean the restaurant rather than opening the doors and letting people sit down. Because I'll tell you one thing. I have eaten in that Hardee's when it was open for regular business, and it is one disgusting restaurant. Why do you go back? I go back and pick it up at the drive-thru. Oh, so until it's I not forget how nasty exactly. the dining I was room say, is. Wait a second. And I park and I walk in. I'm like, oh horrible. My gosh, this place is disgusting. Well, I got to eat something. But so you I should have the it. choice whether to decide to go in there or not. You certainly should. She shouldn't be making that decision. No, no, no way. No, no, no. No one should make that. The governor or the, the attorney general here is telling you and me and everyone in Hanover County, you can't go to Alleged Seafood. Yeah, that's asinine. And why is that? Because of COVID-19, Scott and Richard. What do you want, dead people? Or could it be they, they've never eaten there? 
<laughs> Maybe so. Maybe they had a bad experience eating there. Who knows? But uh... Well, I want to just go on record and thank the liberal pukes who tattled on Calabash Seafood because I couldn't make that decision on my own unless you stepped up for me and tattled on the government so the government will now protect me from my own stupid decisions because I might have walked in there. And if I walked in there, think how bad that would be. I can't make that decision on my own. Thank God the liberals exist so they can tattle on businesses trying to make a living for their family. Thank and pr- God. And protect us yeah. from really good seafood. Exactly. I want to be protected from it. Well, thank God the attorney general's right there in line. You imagine if the attorney general said, people can decide on their own. But the attorney general was, no. We have stupid people in Virginia. You serfs and peasants in Hanover, you're dumb. You can't make this decision for yourself. You can't decide if you want to protect yourself and go to any restaurant. No, I will make it for you, and you will thank me because I'm a king. I'm the attorney general of Virginia, Mark Herring. And Ralph Northam's a bigger king. I wonder if there's another seafood restaurant in Mechanicsville. I don't know of one. Well, we should shut them down, too. Yep. What about Cracker Barrel? They're open for people to I'm, come in and eat. Well, since I'm going to tattle on them, too? They have phenomenal lemon pepper trout. All right, coming up, this amazing story doesn't end. Actually, there's a great example of how it could get worse. Green beans are good, too. It has to do with dogs in Germany. That is next after 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. They're business. So the government that can regulate your mask can regulate a whole lot more, and it can be even more disgusting and nasty. How would you like it if uh, our government, our all-powerful government, told you if you're a dog owner, you have to twice a day come home, take the dog for at least a one-hour walk. Demand a one-hour walk. Every single day. Well, they should. Plus, you have to scoop up the poop. <laughs> Got to scoop that poop. But they should, shouldn't they? Germany, one of the most hyper-regulated countries on the planet Earth, is passing a law where dog owners must walk their dogs twice a day for an hour each time. That's absurd. Minimum. Under the new regulations in the Handevoer or Nung. I hope I pronounced that right to all you German listeners out there. Or Dogs Act. Owners will not get away with a quick jog around the block, but will be required to take their dogs out for at least one hour on each occasion. So they must... Is that insane? That's unbelievable. But the government that can mandate a mask for health and science reasons, I'm sure, looked at the science of how it's healthy for dogs, and now will mandate you to walk a dog. This isn't too far away from here. You can't even leave the dog at home alone all day. I wouldn't own one. You can't leave work and come home and take the dog out. And for an hour, mind you, an hour, I guess you have to eat a sandwich while you're walking, uh, (laughs) bring the dog back, stick him back in the house. You can't do that. That's insane. Stick him in the backyard. You can't do that. Yeah, but here's the deal with this. Someone's got to be with the dog to keep him comfortable. What's the difference between the government that mandates walking the dog for science reasons, that mandates you wearing a mask for science reasons? 
The government is a problem here. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> they just want the dog to have company all day. No. You cannot leave the dog alone. All Isn't that insane? Richard, that's long. coming. That's coming here. I guarantee it. They still have their whiteness. Yes, they still have their whiteness, and it's coming. If the government, you should fear government regulations. Fear them. Because that kind of silliness is coming. It's all science. Don't you love your dog? You should have to walk it two hours a day. Period. Get with Keep the program. Keep an eye on California because that's where it'll come first. First. Exactly. And then it'll take it anywhere from one to five years to march its way across the country. That's how the asinine laws typically do. One to five years they come across the country. All right, coming up, the new Virginia bill that says parents should get the money if there's no schools. That's next. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Well, it seems to me that uh, it's a mistake. I think that uh, one of the things that is wrong is the bottom line. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Avoid that those very high numbers. We have to do at least several things. One, we have to uh, depend on what the president's going to do right now. And first of all, he has to uh, tell, uh, uh, wait till the cases before anything happens. Look, the whole idea is he's got to get in place things that were shortages of. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. And uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. Go, so you know the you know the thing. Be able to do have have economic intercourse around the world. It's 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 the ringtone that everyone wants. Everybody in Cleveland, get Obama's phone. And lets everyone around you know exactly where you stand. Presenting the Obama phone ringtone. The Obama phone ringtone is free. You are full stamps, you are social security, you got low income, you disability. Like everything should be, if you be disenfranchised, whatever that means. You know? Your bail bondsman is calling. Your mama's calling. Your ex-husband is calling. He sucks. Because the right to a free cell phone ringtone is guaranteed in the Constitution. You know? Or it will be soon, depending on who wins Ohio. Keep Obama in president. The Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone. Free to Obama phone holders. The one ringtone that screams entitlement. Obama phone. New from the free app store. Obama phone. EBT card sold separately. I'm Barack Obama. Obama phone. And I approve this message. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. You're killing me, Smalls. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. Male, female, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Native American, disabled, gay, straight, old, young. If everybody's raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. I miss you. 
are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. Timmy! 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 But I do think this tax cut was a mistake. conservative dynamic duo just no costumes and no utility belts normally the lee brothers Just after 534, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. <laughs> really? Really. 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 All right, check us out, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There's a link there. Listen live. You can check us out by uh, watching the great videos that are posted at theleebrothers.com. What growing up looks like, what environmentalists should know before they endorse wind power and solar power. Very, very good. Eye-opening, all at theleebrothers.com. I like solar power. Uh, you should see the video. It's not like I'm sucking life away from the sun. sun. Well, of course not. It's a big ball of fire in the sky. It's not going anywhere. That's right. So, not eh, for another point. billion years. At least. Well, at least 12, according to the Democrats. Twelve billion? No, twelve. Twelve years. Well, years. that's. Yeah. I mean, what could AOC? Yeah. Well, that's when the planet won't be here. The sun will probably still be here, but not the yeah. planet. We only have twelve years. I don't know why people keep I buying. Think it's eleven now. Yeah, that's true. That was a year ago. Yeah. Well, I don't know why people keep buying property on the edge of the ocean when they know they only have eleven years. What are they doing? It's weird. By the way, they're all leftists too. Obama has a big place right there in Martha's Vineyard, or wherever it was. Big, huge, eleven million dollar house or something like that. Doesn't he know? I thought he was a big advocate saying the planet's going to be gone. Oh, anyway, could be a little bit hypocritical, but that's another story entirely. In, uh, in Virginia, we're not going back to school. We got virtual school. Virtual. And I said if we're not going back to school, then we don't need to be paying the teachers what we normally do. They had to take a 20% pay cut, just like most of Americans got hit with when COVID struck. Most companies went through to their entire organization and made pay cuts across the board, including the owners. I'm aware of many who did that, but that's not possible in government. Government's the only one who maintained their jobs, their careers, that and the media. Why would they care what happens in COVID? Everything's fine. You ever turn on the morning news and watch the smiling faces on TV and how happy they are during this entire crisis? 
They didn't care. They got to do their work from home, and everything was fine. No wonder they perpetuated it and continued to, to tell you that it was a disease that kills everyone. But that's what's going on with our education system. The teachers themselves, they don't want to go back to school. They could die. Of course, only 65 people died in the entire county of Chesterfield because of COVID-19. But don't worry about the statistics. I might die. There's a risk in it. There's a risk in everything. But the teachers can't have the risk. Teachers are critical. There's no risk for teachers. They'll only go back when there's zero risk. There's a bigger risk driving your car than there is catching COVID-19. And the people that that are paying you mean the dying taxes. COVID-19, yeah. Yes. The people that are paying taxes for the schools should get to keep 100% of that money to pay for a private school for their child or children, as the case may be. Well, because private schools are there to educate. They're not there because of a teacher's union. They're going back to school. The thing is, the private schools are there, and they're open. Functioning. Yeah. Brilliant. The the public schools are there. They're not opening. They're not functioning. Why should you pay taxes for your kids to go to that private, I mean, to that public school when they're not going to the public school? No, it's just virtual. It's a virtual learning process. Put them in private school and leave them there. By the way, is there a risk of not going back to school? Isn't there a risk in, the teachers say there's a risk of going to school, I might get sick, but isn't there a risk of not going? Of course there is. It's actually more of a risk than the coronavirus is a threat to your life. The kids should be in school. Now yes, there's they a, should. According to State Senator Amanda Chase, she introduced two bills this week in their special session that is exactly what you were talking about, Richard. One of them would set up an educational voucher program to help parents find reasonable alternatives if their local school board is not open or only virtual learning. The bill would have allowed families to use a voucher to help pay for a private school or help the cost of homeschooling or tutoring. But the Democrat-controlled education committee killed it dead. Democrats don't want you to do that. Of course not. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Why would they kill that? They want to keep paying the teachers so the teachers will lean towards the left. It's not about the kids? Of course not. Oh, darn. This whole time I thought they were heroes. I saw a sign outside of school that said, heroes work here. I thought they were heroes. It should say heroes used to work here. (laughs) But now they're at home. So I love this idea. If the school's not open, then give a percentage back to the parents. How could yeah, anyone like, disagree with that? I don't know, 100%. And even that, at least cut the teacher's pay. They're not having to go to work every day. Take a 20% pay cut, teachers. Isn't it worth it? You don't have to go there every day. By the way, the private sector did. Is there something more at work here? What's the sinister event happening here? They don't want your kids to learn without them. They have a, a system. It's called indoctrination. They won't call that, and actually some did. Teachers this last week were caught saying, what are we going to do about this virtual learning? There will be t- parents in the room. But Fairfax County, Virginia, Fairfax County, Virginia set out a memo. The memo said, we just learned that there were some parents who were wanting to put pods together and hire tutors to allow their kids to learn. Fairfax County. Great idea. Great Great idea. 
Fairfax County, in the memo, said this. We have concerns about this. It may widen the gap in educational access and equity for all students. Many parents can't afford private invest in instruction. Many working families can't provide transportation to and from the tutoring pods, even if they could afford it to pay for the service. Amanda Chase just gave you an option. You Democrats could have voted for it, given the parents a choice, but you don't want that. Why? Because you want indoctrination. Yep, they can't indoctrinate them from another another source of education. But but think about this, Richard. Here's the premise behind this. Some kids could get an advantage if we tutor. Wait a minute. How far do we take that? There's some kids who live in a two-parent household, a mother and father raising kids. Others don't. That's not fair. Oh, wait a minute. So you can't have parents raising kids? No, if you take it to that far. That's complete BS. Or how about even the logic the further? Parents who don't become drug addicts are being unfair to children whose parents are drug addicts. I mean, this is insanity. Wow. There was a bill in the General Assembly. We just had it. The Democrats killed it. That gave you as parents real, legitimate options for your kids in school. Real legitimate. That's a bill that cares for you and your kids. The Democrats said, no, we don't want that. Why would a party refuse that? Because the entire political system is built on indoctrination in the public education system. They can't have a parent making a choice to do something different. Although they're not even having school. They shut down the schools. The teachers are irrelevant. Classes are irrelevant. Man, it's, it's unbelievable how far our country is. You can't even make a simple decision. There's a party that is detrimental to your kids' education. It's called Democrats. They can't argue that. It's unbelievable. Only people with deep pockets are going to be able to put their kids in private school because they're still going to have to pay the tax for the public schools even though their kids can't go. And I thought Democrats cared about people. I thought they had a bigger heart than Republicans. They care about people's money. That's what they care about. They want the money. So a and Republican, they want the kids so they can indoctrinate them. So a Republican brings a bill forward that says all parents, not just rich parents, all parents would get money back from a school that's closed so they could do what they want with their kids. That seems compassionate and caring and logical. And good for families. Yet the Democrats said no. Who has the bigger heart? Who in this picture, Republicans or Democrats, care more about the kids? It's not hard. What do you think they would have said, though? Well, they would have said said no. Of course. Of course they're going to say no. That's my entire point is there. You know they would say no because, you know, if you're homeschooling your kids. You've got to pay the fees for that. It's a threat. But you're homeschooling. What in the world? I don't know where that's coming from. You're homeschooling. And the Democrats can't get their hands on your your kids kids and their impressionable little minds. And they're mad now that virtual school will be in places where parents will be so they can't indoctrinate. That's an exact quote from a teacher. They're very concerned. Uh Uh-oh, I can't really say what I want because a parent might be there. 
By the way, that's a Virginia law by State Senator Amanda Chase that failed because of Democrats. There's also a federal one by Rand Paul that essentially does the exact same thing. Has the education funds follow the child. Don't worry. It will fail because of Democrats. All right, coming up, speaking of Democrats, State Senator Luis Lucas is charged with a felony. We'll explain why that might be more accurate than you think. That's next. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Truth, justice, and the American way? And that's just Richard. The Lee Brothers. So a couple weeks ago, oh, it was more than that, actually. Um, State Senator Louise Lucas showed up in Norfolk, Virginia at a statue uh, protest. And she was there uh, advocating for the protesters. But more than just that, she was telling the police officers that you can't stop them. Here is a clip. We, we played this on the show a couple weeks ago, but here it is again. Listen to Louise Lucas, State Senator, talking to the police officers. Wouldn't you love to have been there? Yeah, no doubt. You need to call Dr. Patton, because they're going to do it. You can't stop. They're going to do it, you can't stop. Senator, this is Senator Louise Lucas, by the way. All right. They got it right. Go ahead. Bam. Did you hear that? They've got it right. Go ahead. Go ahead and what, State Senator? Yes, spray paint and do damage to the statue. They got it right. Go ahead. Bam. Yes. You can't tell them to do that. I'm telling you to call Dr. Patton. I'm not. You're the police officer? Ma'am, you can't tell them to do that. Listen. Oh, Oh, you can't arrest them for breaking the law. I'm a state senator. Ma'am, you're breaking the law. I'm all powerful. I'm a state senator. You can't touch this. I wonder if she was doing the hammer dance. (laughs) You can't touch it. (laughs) Can't touch it. Well, it turns out that uh, some are trying to. And some can touch her. She's under arrest. She's been charged with damaging a Confederate monument or at least... Um, she's conspiring to commit a felony and injuring in a monument of excess of $1,000. Uh, um, some showed up and said, no, no, we're in favor of State Senator uh, Lucas. We're huge fans of hers. They showed up and make the case. Here is Milton Blunt. He is a steering committee member of the Martin Luther King leadership. Here's what he said. about. Listen to this. We stand before you today to make it known that we will fight with and for each person who is singled out unfairly. Unfairly. In the words of Dr. Martin Luther King, a threat to justice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. You go. Go, man. Now, let me say this. In this mix, the Portsmouth Police Department, under the leadership of Chief Angela Green, has thrown Senator, State Senator L. Louise Lucas into the mix. They threw her in. They threw her in the mix? She threw herself in the mix. That's the most unbelievable statement, blind to what's happening, to say the police threw her in the mix. You think she just was standing there minding her own business, the police grabbed her and threw her into the mix? You heard the clip. She walked up to the police and said, they have a right to do this, you can't stop them, you can't arrest them. Are these people blind? I'm state senator Louise Lucas. You can't arrest them. This is this is like saying don't believe your own eyes. There's no pro, there's no violent protest in Richmond or Portland. They're peaceful protesters. 
here we're told that Louise Lucas was minding her own business and the Portsmouth police brought her in? Wow. This is unbelievable. Talk about lies. It, it continues. Angela Green has thrown Senator, State Senator L. Louise Lucas into the mix. How about Senator into the Lucas slammer? There for a brief period at the early part of the day. And then she left to go home. That's right. You hear that? Of the day. That's right. People in the background. That's right. And then she left to go home. We are suspect. We have seen this movie before. Mm. We've seen this movie before? I don't know what I think she should have told them, you can't arrest them, and then run away sideways like MC Hammer. Like a crab. You believe this? Yeah, I believe it. State Senator Louise Lucas involves herself, tells the police, let them do what they want. They're going to do this. She tells the people, go on and do it. Yeah, and then the police go, go ahead. You can't do that. And she has defenders? I'm almost as if they don't even know what happened. Don't worry. This is a uh, resume boost for the Democrat Party if you're convicted of something like this. Don't worry. She's got all kinds of hope. She'll be a martyr. Oh, she was. I she, hope so. She was punished because she's black. That's oh, exactly what, a, what, what they'll what say. A heaping pile of dung. That is complete crap. Listen to this. The Virginia she's leg- punished because she's an arrogant state senator who thinks she's got the power to rule the state. Uh, Delegate Bagby, who is a caucus chairman of the Virginia Legislative Black Caucus said this. Listen to this, Richard. This timely, suspicious, retaliatory attack on the first black person and woman to serve as president of the Virginia State Senate is unacceptable. (laughs) Wow. That's that's unbelievable. I don't know who these people are. I mean, they blatantly say things like this, and we're supposed to go, yeah, she was attacked because she's black. You can't call racism every time you do something wrong. Was it, did she tell those people to go ahead and tear that statue down that they would be okay and tell the police officer he couldn't arrest them because she's black? It's unreal. I mean, she has that power because she's black? I guess so. I, I don't I don't. That understand. makes her the biggest racist I've ever encountered. They still have their whiteness. We oh. still have our whiteness. Yeah, we can't comment on this. You pig. Unbelievable. Yeah, um, it, 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 it's how can everything be racist? She was there asking the statue to be, to be vandalized, told the police you can't arrest her, and now they're claiming the Portsmouth police are racist against her. If you do something wrong, you do something wrong regardless of the color of your skin, regardless of it. What if she was robbing a bank and the police come screaming up and there's a crowd outside waiting for their share of the money and they say, hold on, <laughs> you can't you can't do anything here. She's the state senator. Right. She was the first uh, right. black female caucus of the black caucus. Right. Uh, you can't touch her. Can't touch her. Can't touch can't this. Can't touch this. All right, Besides, so- I don't have my share yet. So a couple things else that are happening into the into the uh, the, c- the color of someone's skin category. 
The Conservation and Marine Police Force, which is formerly the Game and Inland Fishery, it turns out that it's overwhelmingly white and male. And I'm so glad we have people to see that. Ralph Northam yesterday asked the Office of State Inspector General to examine recruitment and hiring and outreach. So it turns out that either this conservation police agencies are racist. No, that's not what it means. The governor endorsed the findings and directed his chief diversity and inclusion officer, Janice Underwood, to carry out recommendations. Like what? What would be a recommendation? You must hire people of color? What if no one applies? This exactly is preposterous. Right. It's a what preposterous. if none apply? Preposterous. Maybe, maybe none applied. But actually, the premise is not that, Scott and Richard. The premise is they all applied. It's that the, the, the agency is racist. They only hire white males. Maybe only white males like the outdoors and want to be a part of that. I don't know, but it's never, ever, ever what the left says it is. The conservation police agencies aren't racist here in Virginia. Jeez, this has got to stop. And it is stopping. You know why? Because in Virginia at the state capitol, at the Capitol Square, we're going to put a big street mural up. We're painting Black Lives Matter right now in the state capitol on between 8th Street and 9th Street. Oh, good. That'll fix things. The local artist by the name of Hamilton Glass said, our society is going through tough times and we need projects like this. Like what? That's a project that's going to help us in our tough times? So divisive. The left claims they're inclusive when the fact they are the most divisive. All right, coming up, what did you learn today? What did we learn the last two hours? That is next, theleebrothers.com. On November 13th, Scott Lee was asked to remove himself from the Democratic Party. That request came from Paul Begala. Deep down, he knew he was right, but he also knew that one day he would have his revenge. With nowhere else to go, he appeared at the home of his brother, Richard Lee. Several years earlier, Begala had thrown him out, requesting that he never return. Can two former Democrats share a talk show and drive Paul Begala crazy? Ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. In honor of the late Doc Thompson, who we owe so much to, big friend of ours and fans who passed a year and a half ago, he ended the show by saying, here's what we learned today. Richard, what did we learn today? Uh, we still have our whiteness. Well, that's true. They still have their whiteness. Oh, thank you, Oprah. We still have our whiteness. Exactly. Oprah pointed that out for us. Thank you, Oprah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's, she was good at that, you know. She's able to recognize that when it's... They still have their yeah. whiteness. So we also learned that the DNC 
thinks it's all about having a bigger heart when it has nothing to do with heart. It has to do with policies. Policies, I tell you. It's not who cares more. What else did we learn today, Richard? We learned that uh, Joe did pretty good in his speech last night. Of course, it was on a teleprompter. Um, well, the bar Normally, was... he doesn't do so hot. Well, the bar was low, and all he had to do was read it. Yeah, and they probably filmed it before the uh, true the TV show. We also learned today, and we really didn't learn it. We kind of knew this, Richard. The Democrats don't care about your kids. They don't care about learning. They don't, they don't care, care about, about you. They don't care about you at all. They, they don't say care they care about me. But they don't care. Otherwise, they would have allowed you to have some money back from the closed schools so you could take care of your own kids. No, no, not in this world. What else did we learn today? We're, we learned that Barack Obama's becoming a better speaker than ever before. You notice how big he is does it? just good, just really well now. Of course, he's reading from a teleprompter, too. You can tell it. Reclaiming my time. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Do you notice how large Barack Obama's ears looked in that speech? I've never really noticed his ears. They've always been that. <laughs> but he had very, very large ears. Yes. Yeah, it was really... Better to hear you with. Better to hear you with. We also learned that this government will destroy your business if you don't comply. Because you can't make your own decisions on what restaurants to eat, or even to wear a mask or not, or how to protect yourself. But thank God we have Attorney General Mark Herring and Ralph Northam. We learned that today. And the final, what we learned today? Um... Never stay, in a, never stay in the hospital longer than one day. That's what we yeah, learned from Richard. I was Richard. in there for a week. So, hey. All right, thanks for checking us out. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.